Welcome to the Best Ever You Network, celebrating our third year on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. Thank you for helping us become a number one rated live show with over one million global listeners. Our team is on a mission to help you discover your authentic best self and bring it to the world. And now, here's our show. Hello, hello, everybody. This is the Best Ever You Show, and I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. I'm out on the East Coast in Maine, and out on the West Coast, we have Dr. Walter Jacobson. How are you today, Dr. Walter? Jacobson. Okay, actually, uh, very good, and uh, a little chilly, though. It's, uh, it's going to rain in a few hours here. Oh, you poor thing. Did it drop below, like, 70 or something? we got baseball starting up here yesterday and everything we still have snow on the ground the kids are inside and it's it's a riot but anyway um so i get a little tongue-tied when we have these famous guests on so i'm going to slow down and breathe right dr walter i'm going to slow down Uh and breathe because i have a hay house idol of mine about to come on the show with us for you know the next hour or so 40 minutes, half hour, hour. We'll see how long she can be on the phone with us. But, oh, my gosh, um, Julie Daniluk is with us, and she is one of my favorite Hay House authors. She is um, she hosts Healthy Gourmet on the Oprah Winfrey Network, and it's a reality cooking show that looks at the ongoing battle between taste and nutrition, which we talk a lot about on the show. And um, she has her award-winning, best-selling book, Meals That Heal Inflammation. She also has a new book out, Slimming Meals That Heal. And uh, that one explains why inflammation causes weight gain and how anti-inflammatory superfoods shed pounds without dieting. This is it. We talk about this a lot, don't we, Dr. Walter? All this inflammation and nutrition and... Oh, yeah, yeah. The main thing is that, uh, and I think she's going to talk about it, is the fact that so many treatments for inflammation just don't really, you know, really address the causes and, you know, and food is, uh, you know, choices have a big thing to do with that, yeah, as you know, right? Oh, yeah, and um, I I wanted to just tell everybody, I know we've got a a big food allergy audience that's listening, and um, you can go to foodallergyzone.com, Brian Hom and I, um, co-founded that website. Brian actually lost his child to a food allergic reaction to peanuts while they were on vacation. And so we founded this to help people stay alive and thrive with food allergies. And then I'm also a spokesperson for Medical Alert Foundation and then also a spokesperson for FACT. So we're going to talk, so food allergy audience, don't tune out or anything. This isn't necessarily about dieting and all that stuff. We're going to help you with your food allergies today, too, and I think that's a really important component of this show. And I think at this point almost everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who has food allergies in some way or another. It's, it's Something's up. And so maybe we can learn a little bit more about that. But um, before we bring Julie on, do you do you want to talk a little bit about your book too? I know we we do a little bit of a book exchange at the beginning of our shows. Your book's Forgive to Win, and I love sure. your book. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, you know, um, just in general, uh, I really I was just talking to a patient actually about 15 minutes ago about uh, she's got some uh, some uh, issues with panic attacks and and uh, she wants to, uh, an anger and she wants to be healthier and happier and get rid of her panic attacks in a natural way and uh, in general. Forgive the Win is all about healing. It's all about uh, really healing the mind. As a, and when you heal the mind, you can heal the body, and you can accomplish a lot in your life. And so the, the idea of Forgive to Win is let go of resentments, let go of grievances, learn to let go of judgments. And when you do this consistently and you start to really forgive and 
just get rid of that checklist of anger and resentments. Uh, you feel better. You're in the now. You're much more relaxed. You're happy. You feel more fulfilled. And everything else works better. Your immune system works better, and uh, your relationships work better. And so really a spiritual component in your life is a really important part of healing. That's what I would say. Thanks. Awesome. And I, I Yeah, love now it. you. Tell us about Percolate. Well, Percolate, Let Your Best Self Filter Through is – about to celebrate its first year anniversary. I'm so excited. It came out 41414, and um, fours are special in my life. Uh, I have four boys as well, and um, gosh, it's uh, it's got a nine-point plan in it to help people be their best. It's uh, It helps people learn to percolate peace, but mostly it, it really serves as like an inspirational guide to help people to never give up, even if they don't know what's around the corner, um, or to change and um, learn how to deal with something that's happened to them or happening to them. And, um, yeah, it's, it's got a lot of different things in there, especially my dad's stroke story, and there's a little bit of um, my um, near-death experiences with food allergic reactions, one of them while I was pregnant with my, our third son. So that's in here. And um, it, the, there are four free gifts available with purchase if you, if you go to percolatebook.com. So um, let me switch... Yeah, thank you. Let me switch gears over to Julie, though. Um, Julie's website, I'm going to bring her on here in just a second, everybody. Um, her website is juliedaniluk.com, and it's J-U-L-I-E-D-A-N-I-L-U-K.com. She's also on Twitter under that same name. So let's see here if we can bring her on. Julie, how are you today? Oh, I'm great, and I'm I'm so grateful, guys, for this opportunity to to share uh, everything about uh, the anti-inflammatory world uh, and how we can raise our our happiness. You know, what is happiness but a state of incredible well-being and contentment? And I feel like that access point to our happiness and our success in our life is through um, through our health. It's it's our it's our gateway. Right, so I'm so excited that there's there's so much we can do nowadays, and that people are starting to get that food is more than just fuel. Food is truly the medicine that can regenerate every tissue in your body, and uh, that's why I'm I'm just so honored for this uh, this platform to share that. And I'm actually holding my copy of Percolate as we speak right now, and it's I'm I'm, I'm open to uh, page 167 and the and the 10 um, great values. And I really love them. They're just great. They practice gratitude, learn the, um, the art of self-love and self-worth, take, take moments that matter. Um, you're develop, mentor, inspire others, maintain integrity, take responsibility, live life in courage, never, ever give up, live your life in the best way possible, and embrace aging with grace, humor, and style. <laughs> I love that one. It's definitely fantastic. So Getting old. I don't know about great, you, but um, <laughs> The 50 mark. Is yeah, no, it's, it's, it's so important, <laughs> so important, and especially as I um, deal with uh, so many uh, clients who kind of hit their 40s and 50s and go, hold on a second, weren't we supposed to have aging figured out by now? Like, well, I thought we were going to have all that sorted, and we were going to, you know, be able to walk through our senior years pain-free, um, and I'm now realizing, well, we can do so much. Like, I have great testimonials of people switching off pain. Uh, it just takes a little bit of self-discovery, which is great that you already know that, being a person who's, uh, you know, walks through the fire of severe food allergies. Oh, yeah, they're they're brutal. Um, let's, let's go back to you, though, for a second here. Thank you. For, that is so okay. cool that you just read that list. That's my favorite list because it applies to, like, everything. Oh, yeah. 
you can apply that list to dieting or well-being or whatever. It it helps. But how did I, I have just a question for you about how you got started in doing everything mm-hmm. that you do. Were you like this as a little kid? Were you like this in high school? <laughs> the moment that you had? Oh, my goodness. Yes, there really was. I, I really have been like this from the very beginning. My mom uh, talks about the whirling dervish that uh, had more energy than, than she knew what to do with. I didn't sleep at all as a child. I had severe hyperactivity. Um, I had attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, which at the time was just called hyperactivity. And thank goodness my mom found the work of Dr. Feingold in his book called Your Hyperactive Child back in 1977 and figured out that food allergies were actually at the culprit of all of my learning problems. And the second she took me off my food allergies, all of my learning issues disappeared. My grades went from Ds to straight As, and I could sleep for the very first time. I used to literally bounce around. I was was wired but tired 24-7, right? Like this kid is like not able to focus and cranky, but yet unbelievably wired. So I'm so relieved that my mom decided to have that intuition and run with it. And I mean, that was a big deal back in the 70s. It was hard to take your kids off um, artificial foods and, and kind of conventional foods because what was available in health food stores tasted like cardboard. <laughs> so I'm so yeah. grateful that she really, really blazed the trail. And then as an adult, um, I ended up with with another bout of severe uh, food allergies as a result of terrible food poisoning in Thailand that caused um, such terrible destruction to my gut lining that I became reactive to everything. So I ended up with a safe list of like 10 foods that I could eat and everything else I had to eat in extreme rotation, which I'm sure you're familiar with the rotation diet. So that's why I wrote my book, Meals That Heal Inflammation, was out of my own crisis point, the fact that I was so sick and my husband was kind of holding my hair back as I was violently ill. And he looked down at me and said, are you going to heal? Like, are you going to do whatever it takes to heal? Because I can't take this. And I I looked up at him and realized, like, that was my moment of I could keep going on this track and potentially lose him, or I could take matters into my own hands and just decided I was going to do everything I knew as a nutritionist to write out all my safe foods and just learn everything there is to learn about inflammation and why it rages out of control for certain people, um, for most of us over the age of 30, and decided to, uh, yeah, share it once it worked for me, once I was in remission. So thank goodness I got in 100% remission. I had arthritis, bursitis, and colitis, which I'm now totally free of, and I'm I'm so so grateful every single day that God gave me the the opportunities were put on my path to to do the research and to do the discovery and to back the book up with 1500 references so that medical doctors are actually starting to pay attention to it instead of it just being you know food theory and myth that we ground it in something real well, I back that book up with my life because I follow it. <laughs> so I'm here. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm here on the planet because of that book. Um, because you know, it, there's nothing more um, life changing than battling for your life and your unborn son in an ambulance on the way to the hospital as a result of eating a walnut in a cookie. Wow. And wow. Um, at that, there was a moment there where I'm like, something is seriously wrong with. The, my chemistry. It was just kind of logic to me. Mm. Like something is seriously off. 
Um, and no, I can't still, you know, I can't t- to this day eat a walnut or a peanut or an almond or anything like that. But what I've done is I eliminated that and then began this process of healing me internally and mindset and, you know, all the things to just become like a, a balanced human being that knows when things go, you know, go out of whack. And um, so... But, yeah, I, I live by your book. Walter, I'm sorry. I'm talking so much. Go. <laughs> no, no, this is great. Um, but what I was going to ask, uh, and I know in your book you talk about uh, uh, underlying causes of inflammation and that, you know, allergies is definitely one of them. And you mentioned uh, toxicities and infections, nutritional deficiencies and injuries and emotional trauma and stuff. But I, I was thinking maybe you could kind of tell us what is inflammation actually? Huh? And how do, what does that do to the body and how, how does that really work? Yeah, absolutely. So inflammation is the body's emergency response system. We demonize inflammation because it's painful, but if we see it actually as a life-saving piece of equipment that's extremely important, without it, how do we fight off invaders? So I think the the body's emergency healing response is now over-exaggerated because we're not able to resolve the deep underlying causes of inflammation. And I've sort of boiled down those causes to four different causes. And the first one is injury, which everyone knows. You twist your ankle, you have an injury. Your body blows up to sort of send immune messengers to try to resolve that injury immediately. But the, the other ones are a little bit more mysterious. We'd be shocked to know how many inflammatory conditions are actually caused by an infection. In my own case, having colitis, my colitis was triggered by a severe bout of food poisoning in Thailand, which destroyed the lining of my gut, created a leaky gut environment, increased dramatically my, my actual food allergy response, and therefore just perpetuated the state of inflammatory bowel disease. And then the, 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 the next ones are a little bit um, uh, cryptic for people at times. One is irritation caused by toxins in our environment. So some people are inflamed because their toxicity has sort of gotten to a point where their, their poor liver can no longer compensate. So we see uh, some people with heavy metal exposure, um, that that's really what they have to resolve before their health returns. And then um, another piece of irritation is that allergic response, that, that for some people a food can be an allergen even though it's a perfectly healthy food. So we, we tout almonds and walnuts as powerfully anti-inflammatory, and they top the list of every single superfood, but it's actually a poison, a toxin for Elizabeth because she's allergic to it. So that irritation piece we must be careful of. And then the last one is, is imbalances. Imbalances caused by... Uh, nutrition being so out of whack nowadays that we have very, very high consumption of carbohydrates, low consumption of essential fatty acids, and these nutritional imbalances cause hormonal imbalances because these are the messengers that run, run our whole body. So if our nutrition is so out of whack that our hormones are thrown off because we can't make certain hormones without these nutritional precursors, then we end up with serious inflammation in the body. So I see these four as the key pieces, and if people get to know these four, so to review them, the injury, the infection, the irritation, and the imbalances in the body, if we get to the root cause of why you are, are having this inflammation in the first place, then we can turn around your health condition. Because with that cause resolved, the inflammation just being a side effect 
just being basically a reaction to the cause, it completely dissipates without forcing it, without switching you on to more and more powerful anti-inflammatory drugs that have terrible side effects. And I have countless, like hundreds, thousands now, thousands of testimonials of people who've put these anti-inflammatory foods in place, resolved their key underlying cause of inflammation, and their health blossomed. Wow, it's, it's fantastic. And probably the pharmaceutical companies aren't too happy about your information, I'm guessing. <laughs> they, uh, they do have um, an interesting way of going about uh, um, their... I, I will I will be a good girl and just uh, not go too far down that road. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to bring on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's face it, um, adrenaline is life-saving, uh, and, and uh, powerful anti-inflammatory NSAIDs are, are getting certain people with rheumatoid arthritis out of bed. But we don't want to rely on them long term. We want to find that underlying solution that gets people into a state of balance. They can get off the drugs eventually. That's my greatest uh, mission on the planet. So if someone's listening to this call and this resonates with them, and they they want to go tomorrow and change, you know, one, two, or three things maybe in their life to maybe start to detox to find the root cause or start to do something different mm-hmm. in their life. What would you recommend steps? one, two, and three might be for somebody or, you know, how would, what's a change somebody could make? Sure. I think, I think the number one thing I would ask them is if you're not ready to take things out, what can you put in? Because a lot of people are very attached to the foods that they're attached to. So, so unless you're having critical food allergies where your skin is red or you've got a gut problem or you're having breathing issues where you're you know, needing to carry an EpiPen, a lot of people are resistant to radically changing their diets. So um, it is so great to start with, okay, let's put the good in and have that be a powerful influence. So just ask people to count their veggies per day and try to get it up to 10 because the healing of the tissues and the adjustment of detoxification pathways um, really um, is powerful when we go to those 7 to 10 veggies a day. So we really want to make the colors broad. So we want to go with orange foods because they're high in vitamin A. Um, The carotenoids actually are orange for the most part. And then we want to go to the green foods because they're very, very high in vitamin B. And then most of the red foods and all the antioxidants are, are really in the red to purple pigments. So if we eat the rainbow, we're pretty much covering off vitamin A, B, C, and a ton of phytonutrition. And then if we can find a safe seed, that's the other major piece that you can do, um, because a lot of people are allergic to nuts nowadays, and they're banned in a lot of public schools. So could we find seeds that are, that are super hypoallergenic? So one of my favorite examples is hemp hearts. As well, hemp hearts is the inner shell of a hemp seed. And, and hemp is a weedy uh, plant that has virtually no pesticides used on it. Um, it's extremely uh, stress-resistant, so they don't have to spray it with a lot of fungicides or pesticides or anything. Um, it's, it's such a hardy plant, and it's so nutritionally unique that it doesn't have a lot of allergenicity to it. It's got a really cool, easy-to-break-down uh, protein in it called a destin, 
which uh, the body receives and, and goes, oh, I like this protein, and breaks it down really easily. It's not like a complicated protein um, like egg whites, for instance, which a lot of people struggle with albumin. So we, we love um, giving people some omega-3 nutrition because hemp hearts have omega-3, and that's going to help to balance their immune system, give them hormonal balance, nurture their adrenals, really help their thyroid. And I'm very excited um, to see people have their cravings go down because the big thing is how do I help you fight your cravings and your food addictions before we address the actual eight-week elimination plan? Because really the, the anti-inflammatory menu is taking away the foods that are the most inflammatory for eight weeks. But before that, I really love what you've said, which is when people are just diving in, how do they take those first steps so that they get enough you know, positive energy and they see some results, so they go, okay, I'm ready for the next big jump. And the next big jump is to, are you willing to cut out your food allergies? And at the very top of the list, I would encourage people to just cut back on white sugar and white flour because those two really disrupt your, your insulin, really derail your hormones, and really make you cranky and, and have a lot of food addiction. So there's the three. It would increase your vegetation, increase your good seeds that are hypoallergenic, and increase your um, your focus on on sweeteners besides sugar and flour so that you can have your cravings met off without that derangement. You know, um, I you, love that. Oh. I absolutely love what you just said because um, I've got 12 people or so in a in a healthy you challenge right now. And um, I'm going to go back and, and re-say something I said to them because we hit the ground running re- with removing things. And I love the idea of adding things um, because we one of the things I did was I just started them off um, changing what they were drinking. I'm wondering what you think of that. Uh, to me, um, not much is very great for you other than water, <laughs> especially if you're chugging down, you know, 20 sodas a day or something like that, you know, yeah. that's, an easy, that's an easy detox for a lot of people because when you get 12 people together, most of them are sucking down sodas or energy drinks or juice or too much coffee or you name it. And when you switch people over to water, they really seem to adjust well. Yeah, I really do, you do agree like with the that? liquid, but my, my, absolutely, my only thing is some people, have you ever met the water camel, the person who despises <laughs> all water and they won't yeah. drink it? Yeah, so what I do is I flavor the water. <laughs> so I really encourage people to find herbal teas that are fruit, like fruit-based herbal teas that taste like you're adding a bit of juice to your water without any calories. So I keep like you know a raspberry zinger on tap. I keep you know a lovely chai that has some really good punchy flavor to it, and and rotate those in a bunch of water. So I I kind of do a one liter mason jar, sorry, a one-quart mason jar. I'm in the States. I have to remember <laughs> that. And add a bunch of uh, uh, lovely tea bags to that and do a slow brew. And all of a sudden you'll find yourself drinking twice the, the water because it's delicious. Great idea. The water camel, that's really funny. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. So many people are, like, anti-water. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I was going to ask you about, uh, you know, you talk about the veggies, 10 a day, and I was going to ask you: Is there, if you feel that uh, by continuing to eat the animal protein, if that can get in the way of all this or not? Um, so here's my honest answer: You're talking to a person with severe food allergies. So I had to eat to survive. So a lot of people say, "So what's your opinion of 
eat right for your type. And I'm like, well, how humorous that I'm an A-plus blood type, but I'm highly allergic to legumes, a, a ton of nuts, and virtually all grain. And wow. I was told eat soy and eat peanuts as your primary source of nutrition on the A-plus diet. So when, you, when you're dealing with severe food allergies, you just eat what you can still eat and make sure that's anti-inflammatory and well-rotated. So, you know, the day, I, was, I was a 15-year vegetarian. The day that I had to sit down and eat animal protein, I had a really good cry. But I did it to, to put my own life jacket on because I was so anemic, so depleted, yeah. had such bad colitis, that I really just had to eat the least inflammatory food for me. And shockingly, that might trigger some people who are really strong vegans, but for me, fish protein was incredible because salmon actually has special proteins in it that heal the gut lining. And if you've ever read the work of Sally Fallon, if you have IBS, having bone broth can give you tremendous nutrition, like extreme every vitamin and mineral pretty much in a broth so that you can regenerate your microvilli. And it's all about just do whatever you need to do to put your life jacket on. And then eventually, as you heal up, of course I can go days now without any sort of animal protein running by my, my plate um, because I, I feel 100%. So I'd say um, uh, there's 7 billion diets for 7 billion people is the tagline to my book, and I really think it holds true, that there's not four diets that fall into your blood type. There's not veganism or paleo. There's actually a hybrid that's, that's created just for you, and it's as individual as your fingerprint. That's great. I'm uh, really, really glad you. I'm glad I asked the question because a lot of people who are vegan or vegetarian sometimes take a position that this is the only way to be healthy. And so to hear yeah. you say that, no, there's there's a trillion ways to do it. You just got to really pay attention, right? And really pick pick your make your choices smart. And that's really great. I think yeah, I, I was, think it's um, powerful. Oh no! Were just just the, the the actual diary, the food diary, is the way to to um, register. Are you having any um, emotional dips? Are you feeling um, anger flare? Are you having um, self-loathing come up? Like, did you know one of my greatest food intolerances isn't al- allergy at all? A cane sugar makes me really PMS. Really makes me PMS. And funnily enough, I can have coconut sugar and I can have honey. But if I eat cane sugar, I feel horrible. So if we can kind of broaden people's understanding where you don't have to have an IgE antibody full-fledged anaphylactic attack to have a real food that's causing you inflammation and mental anguish. Yeah. Um, I'm that way with eggs. If you feed me eggs, I feel like I've died for the whole day. It's just awful. And yeah, I, and not, yeah. Super not fatigue, stick to my right? stomach or anything like that, but just it feel, it's like where did my energy go? It's like an energy zapper. Sure. Um, so that's yeah. that's a food I've kind of cut out from my life. But um, I've I've got a couple questions on the food allergy front for people. Um, one is, why do you think one in thirteen kids? I don't know if it's has or have. Sorry, guys, you can correct my English later. Has a food allergy. Um, is that gut lining? Is it, it? What is that? And then when one of the things that really gets under my skin is when I see these, you know, let's just say eight-year-old, ten-year-old, whatever, with food allergies, and their parents are going into the stores and buying, and this is judgmental, sorry, buying everything that might be processed and crappy and everything, but it doesn't contain nuts. We found it, you know, kind of thing. 
And so to right. me, like if I had a kiddo with food allergies, they'd be on some sort of eat clean diet to heal whatever, to, to make whatever it is as best as it can. What do you think about kids with food allergies and how can we help them heal? Any ideas? So, so children, I think um, our entire society is moving towards a hypoallergic state because of the, the state of our microbiome. So our, our gut lining is supposed to have trillions and trillions and trillions of bacteria and unfortunately, we are exposed to high toxicity and and high amounts of antibiotics and even fungicides put in, in uh, foods that we're eating, you name it, pesticides. They all change the microbiome, the actual ecosystem that's supposed to be supporting our good bacteria in our gut lining. And once that's damaged, then we, we can end up with uh, leaky gut. So the negative yeast can burrow hole or, or you know, negative microbes. In my case, I had a, a horrific um, bacterial poisoning. You, you have these breaks in the microvilli. You have the junctures between the villi broaden out, and that's where you end up with a leaky gut. And uh, if the food particles are allowed to pass into the blood undigested, you have a massive allergic response. And that's how we develop more and more food allergies. That's why very few people have one allergy. It's laughable when I see a gluten-free book, but it's got, it's got dairy, it's got sugar. I'm always like, really? Like you, you, you don't Me see too. the fact that your body's going to start to react to a lot of different things. The only thing that I have to apologize is in my first book, um, I didn't take um, almond allergies as seriously as I did in book number two. So I, I even had a learning phase because I kept on thinking, well, almonds are a superfood, so I'm going to keep them in unless someone has an allergy to them. And now I'm like, hmm, you know what? They are really topping the list of a lot of people's allergies. So now I've moved to, to hypoallergenic seeds as sort of my go-to for omega-3 nutrition for sure. Yeah. Um. I have, an, I have one more question, and that's about fish. And um, I know I, I love the fact that you love fish. Um, I am absolutely my, my third and fourth foods that I'm deadly allergic to. It, it's so dangerous for me to eat fish and shellfish for some reason. And I and I used to be called, nicknamed the lobster lady. Like I would eat it all the time as a as a wow. kid and a and all the way up into my 20s. I mean, I loved all that type of food. I was always able to eat anything, fish, nuts, you name it. I was the kid by the nut bowl at, at Christmas time, you know, that kind of thing. And But fish and shellfish, when you can't speak to the food allergy crowd, when you can't eat fish or shellfish, where do you go back and get the omega-3s from or the good fats? Yeah, so we, we have to go back to where the fish got it from, so algae. The problem with most fish nowadays is it's being fed soya pellets, which is high in omega-6. So we want to move to algae, which is where the um, the really clean sources. So there is like one of my favorite brands, which is Nutrisea, because they actually do super, super clean, clean products that are well-flavored. So it kind of tastes like a really nice citrus olive oil that you would use in a salad dressing. But it's actually extracted from algae oil, um, which is exceptionally high in docosahexanoic acid, which is that DHA, that really powerful pre-converted omega-3. And also they, they, they choose plants like Epium, which is a very rare plant that's got uh, high levels of something called ceridonic acid. So it's SDA versus ALA. So it's, it's already pre-converted past delta D desaturase so that you're able to really utilize it. You're able to make this, vegetarian source of omega-3 into your painkiller within your own body. You're able to switch on the anti-inflammatory prostaglandins inside your own tissues. 
which is so important because the problem with, with just relying on flax oil is that you may have a broken enzyme. You may not be able to make a lot of delta T desaturates, which is the enzyme, to convert ALA into your painkiller inside your body. So if you're missing this critical enzyme step, good luck. So that's what I'm like saying to people. Instead of just relying on flax oil or just relying on chia, can we go to these Cadillac oils just for people who really need anti-inflammatory nutrition? For the general population and you just want to prevent heart disease, go for it. But if you have an inflammatory ailment right now, we're working very therapeutically, it's good to sort of go up the chain of command and, and lean into um, great sources that everyone can handle. I love it. So, if, uh, so, so let's say people start getting, you know, they start doing the veggie thing and start watching what they're eating and uh, they start to be able to handle it and adjust to it and they're starting to see some changes. Is there... Is there a next level to go to? Is there, like, more refined yeah. uh, things to do? Yeah. Absolutely. So the big, the big thing is um, just, just know that I've actually created a six-page anti-inflammatory handout on my website. So if anyone wants to go get it, it's just my name, Julie Daniluk, which I know is an unusual Ukrainian name. Just to spell it out again, it's D-A-N-I-L-U-K. So juliedaniluk.com, and you go get um, the six-page handout to really help you walk through the shopping list of the anti-inflammatory foods. I also have a really beautiful pyramid that's laid out to really help how many understand how many servings per day because it's completely different than the American standard food pyramid where you've got grains across the bottom and then you have um, you know a lot of refined food allowed in there. This is veggies across the bottom and then some fruits and then we're, we're rotating our protein heavily. So I really encourage people to try on the elimination phase of the anti-inflammatory uh, plan. And that's uh, in both my books, Meals That Heal Inflammation and Swimming Meals That Heal, where you're going to really try on getting rid of the top heavy foods that cause inflammation. We're going to cut out gluten. We're going to cut out dairy. We're going to cut out sugar. We're going to cut out potatoes because what people don't realize is that a whole bunch of people are actually really sensitive to an alkaloid in potatoes called solanine, and solanine can cause arthritis flares. So if you have pain, it's, it's good to try on going off nightshades. And then uh, your particular allergy foods. So the, there's kind of the red light foods, which are very dangerous, and then there's the yellow light foods which are our allergy foods, and we can only figure those out if they're subtle. Like if you have strong allergies, you know it. But if they're subtle allergies, the only way we know is by food journaling. So I encourage people to go off of the yellow light foods, which might be, you know, for, for Elizabeth, obviously, she knows she has to stay off nuts, she has to stay off fish. Um, you know, for myself, I have to stay off of, I'm, I'm really quite sensitive to almonds. So we, we go off those yellow light foods for two months, and then we add them back in one at a time, and we do one allergy a week, not one allergy a day, because a lot of people will try to do pizza. And let's face it, that's dairy and wheat and, and refined meats with, with sugar and, and nitrates all in one meal. They'll, like, sit down to pizza to break their, their cleanse. And I'm like, no, please. Like, no. <laughs> watch the reactions, right? It's in my case, you sit down and so eat the whole pizza, and then you're really in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No. So we want yeah. to we want to do the elimination plan for about two months. And why two months is great is because people see they see the major inflammation come down. So they they breathe better. 
they've got better skin tone, they're having their gut work better, their their moods, you know, within two, three weeks we see moods really improve. So depression lifts and, and positivity returns. And and within two months we really see a reduction of arthritis pain and and we also see a reduction of fibromyalgia or muscle pain. So that's why we need two months. Give us two months so that we have enough time for our immune system to calm down. And then when we reintroduce the yellow foods one at a time, we'll be able to see a big reaction because, you know, people complain to me like, I think I'm more sensitive than I used to be. I'm like, no, 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 no. You were just so hit with so many allergies at once that you, you your body was at such a depleted state that it didn't know the difference on the barometer. Now when you eat something, like once you've got your vitality back up, if you eat something you're allergic to, you have a big reaction. Your body goes, oh, I know what this feels like. Oh, it's lousy. And then you're more willing to stay off that food because you've had a clear indicator, whoa, that's my big, my big trigger food. That's not for me. And stay off it for a year. And then circle back. You know, I'm amazed at what we can get back into the diet. I can now have almonds uh, about once every two weeks without breathing problems, where if I, if I had them at all, I had to have antihistamines on hand. So your, your um, mild allergies and intolerances can come under control. The only time we can't flirt with this is if you are anaphylactic and carrying an EpiPen. Of course, I would never, ever want you to play with that. But it's really cool to know that there's great research saying that even people with anaphylaxis can have extraordinary recovery. And I have a couple stories of recovery if you guys have some time. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to hear that. I think our audience. Yeah. Would okay. Too, I mean, we've got a massive audience with food allergies and anaphylaxis. Okay, so so I just want to tell um, one uh, powerful story about uh, a coworker who was extremely allergic to shellfish. He was allergic to shrimp to the point where he'd have to carry an EpiPen on him. And uh, he was uh, traveling, and don't ask me why, but he left his EpiPen in his hotel room. And he was down at the restaurant, and he told the chef very strictly what he could have and what he couldn't have. And he ate a plate of pasta, and as he got through the middle of the plate of pasta, down at the bottom of the bowl of pasta was a... um, was an actual uh, shrimp. And he typically would have a severe anaphylactic reaction, even with the contact with the shrimp. So he uh, he was amazed. What I haven't told you is that he was following the anti-inflammatory plan, and he had added in a special supplement that people should get to know, which is called Immunocare, and it's a very strong plant sterile product. And plant sterols, you know, are touted for their amazing effectiveness for reduction of um, cholesterol levels. But actually what plant sterols have a hidden uh, incredible ability to balance the immune system. So they pull down the arm of the immune system that is having an allergic reaction, and it pulls up the arm of the immune system that identifies cancer cells. So it increases your, your killer T cell function. So it's great for cancer patients, but it also reduces that allergic reaction, like the actual anaphylaxis response. So he was on a good amount of the um, plant sterile product for a couple months because he actually was working in the industry, and he thought it'd be really good because he he has food allergies that he would want to take this. And I was absolutely amazed that when he got up to his um, his uh, room to grab his EpiPen, he sat on his bed and he counted 
to see whether his restriction and his airways would start, and they never kicked up again. They ne- he never got the airway restriction. And he put wow. the EpiPen down, and he was like, oh, my gosh, there is actually something that can help me. And he, he's, he still takes uh, plant sterols to this day. So I'm not saying to try that. I'm not, I'm not advocating that because I have to be very strict when I talk about success stories because people say, oh, Julie said that this is replaces yeah. an EpiPen. I'm not <laughs> saying that at all. No, carry so your EpiPen, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everyone carry an EpiPen and everyone take it incredibly seriously. But how exciting that there is breakthrough technology that we're finding some solutions. And the other solution that I wanted to mention is here in my hometown of Hamilton, Ontario, there's a special unit where they're giving children microscopic doses of peanuts applied topically as a patch to reduce anaphylaxis to peanuts, and it's working in some yep. children. Not everyone, some children it never works for, but how exciting that we're able to re-educate the immune system slowly but surely so that we could build up an, a tolerance to a substance that used to be life-threatening. So just to show you that the immune system can recover, it doesn't have to be a life sentence, but that we must keep it as an extremely important um, piece of, of, of technology that keeps us alive until we have a final resolution of it for that individual. But it's great to see that on the horizon of, of um, the whole research around allergies, we're changing the game just in this last year or two. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. In fact, Brian, Brian's other son, um, who is alive and... Um, uh, has peanut allergies also is in one of those studies. I, I'm going to not get this perfectly right, but I think it's at Stanford um, and is participating yeah. in like a peanut patch type of, of uh, type of trial and um, seems to be having some success. Is that, that wonderful? Too. Isn't that wonderful? It is that, really that cool. They're finding it out. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, I'm so allergic. I'd be scared to. I'd be scared to do it myself. But um, sure. for those who have just like a more sensitivity, like I've got full blown, you know come within contact of, a, you know, any of it, anaphylaxis. Um, so sure. I might be a little bit different there, but, yeah. Um, wow, what what great information. Um, I'm wondering if you can um, tell us a little bit about how people can reach you or meet you or do you have events coming up, um, if you have consultations that you do one-on-one, you know, how, how people can work with you. Absolutely. So my, my big thing is the amount that I give away on my website for free. I try so hard to make sure people have access to great material. So please go download that free anti-inflammatory startup guide. I kind of call it the anti-inflammatory passport because I want people to kind of have uh, a fast sort of tour around what's anti-inflammatory so that they can get started right away. And then I'm, I'm posting daily on my Instagram feed every single recipe that I find that, that's working. And you know, sometimes it's it's paleo-focused paleo because it's somebody who's off all grain, and then the next day it might be you know, something that's extremely strict for for all allergies uh, to do with nuts. Um, so I, I've really rotated around and try to give love to all the different fr- uh, fractions of the allergenicity uh, community. But um, I, I just love that piece of the social media. So Instagram is, is sort of my passion, and that automatically feeds to Twitter and Facebook, of course. And my Facebook feed is actually just my name, Julie Dalek Nutrition. So that's really a, a great way to connect. I have a lot of 
um, online uh, program, so I often do these anti-inflammatory tea parties where um, I basically do a big Google Hangout where thousands of people can get on, on one call and, and have like a, a really great understanding of a topic. So um, I, I have to uh, schedule that. I will definitely get on top of that. But I, I do want um, people who um, are in any sort of uh, listening area uh, to, to also just tune into my YouTube channel because I have tons of stuff obviously on, on my YouTube feed around um, my TV show, Healthy Gourmet, a lot of cool episodes of how we were able to help people in different, uh, with different inflammatory conditions uh, with cool menu plans and, and neat ideas there. So um, just really um, thrilled that you've given me this chance to, to reach out to people. And I think that, that people need to, to know that you can come back from unbelievable hardship, like you can be crippled up with pain and be 100% on the other side of it within a year or two. And, and, and really please know that that comes from a, a girl who used to be like bedridden and could barely leave her house because I had so many, um, so many different pains and different ailments. And I think I want to leave you with Marg because she's my greatest breakthrough of all. She was 50, 53 years old. She was 300 pounds. She was um, in, in, had so much pain that she could barely walk up a flight of stairs. She could barely grip onto anything because her grip strength was so weak. And uh, not only has she gone on to lose 130 pounds using these beautiful anti-inflammatory foods, but she also has has running half marathons. So you can you can not only go to a place of healing where you get your life back, but you can also have an extraordinary breakthrough with your health to the point where you're, you're being a, a personal trainer and having a career change in your 50s. So it's, it's great awesome. to see that. Do you have to go One right thing now? I'm just checking. I don't. I would love to actually review the, the top anti-inflammatory foods because I'm sure people would love to know what the, the, heavy, the heavy hitter uh, uh, superfoods that really heal you fast, um, what my favorites are. I think I'd love to, to share if you're up for that. I think I you would know. love it. Yeah, me too. Okay. Okay, cool. So the one pen, of my favorite everybody. foods in the, the – Okay, here we go. So uh, avocados. Avocados um, are uh, incredible because they boost our glutathione. And glutathione is this really cool antioxidant that ramps up your immune system, uh, helping you really fight off invaders, which is awesome. Um, but just, just know that it's also ridiculously high in vitamin B6. And vitamin B6 helps our hormonal balance, ladies. So you want vitamin B6 because it helps to metabolize your estrogen. And once your estrogen is metabolized correctly, then your PMS disappears and your hormones can, can be nice and balanced. So the, um, the, the next one that may not be on everyone's uh, list is artichokes. Artichokes are incredible. They're so good. So go out and get, like, glass jars of artichoke hearts. Um, avoid the obviously the metal cans that have like evil BPA liners, but go to the nice glass pack, and you're getting an incredible weight loss food. It's a soothing liver tonic that really helps your hormones. But um, one thing that you may not know about it is it actually helps to prevent and treat ulcers, which so many people are dealing with. Um, it helps to repair the mucus lining of the stomach and the bowel, which is why I thought it was such a special food. It's very good. It's got a strong antispasmodic property, so it helps to reduce 
the inflammatory bowel or the irritable bowel spasms that are quite popular. But I think the other thing that you'll find shocking is that artichokes actually make other food taste sweeter. So it's got a bit of magic to it. When you eat an artichoke heart, turn around and drink a glass of water, and it's going to taste like you put a teaspoon of sugar in your water. It's it's that cool. It plays a trick with your tongue, which is just awesome. I actually I crave artichokes. Another, Isn't that strange? My husband thinks I'm so not strange. That's so cool. Like craving artichokes. Yeah. Like I crave them. But the thing you can't, yeah. the listeners, I can hear everybody right now taking the artichokes and mi- mixing them with cream cheese and spinach and heating it up and putting breadcrumbs on it <laughs> and then dipping it. <laughs> That's not what we yeah, mean. What a, what, yeah, I just mean like chop them into quarters and throw them on your salad, people. Okay. That would be great. I also have a really delicious artichoke dip in um, my book, Something Meals That Heal, if people want a recipe. That's great. Um, uh, moving on into the herbs and spices, uh, just a reminder of the, one of the most powerful anti-inflammatory agents in the world is turmeric because it has this very powerful, powerful anti-inflammatory that works very similar to non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, and it's called curcumin. And curcumin is, is so powerful that it can work to reduce uh, joint pain as effectively as drugs. So I want everyone to try that on. Really great if you have liver inflammation as well because it's such a power, powerful phase to liver detoxifiers. So it's magical because it, it, it actually helps to slow down phase one, which is very overdriven because did you know that your phase one in your liver gets overactivated when you drink coffee or if you um, drink alcohol or if you drink cola or if you any anything caffeinated or if you um, have any sort of drug, any sort of like serious um, drug, prescribed drug, typically we speed up phase one and unfortunately that means phase two is lagging behind. So what's cool about turmeric is it actually mildly slows down phase one and helps phase two speed up so that it can actually detoxify you more powerfully. So that's why I put um, turmeric powder in everything. And don't be scared, turmeric is not spicy. It's not, it's not the curry powder that you're thinking of because curry powder has cayenne pepper in it. The turmeric is what makes the, the curry powder yellow, but it's actually very mild. It tastes like cinnamon. So definitely enjoy more of that. That's really great. If I was to pick a green vegetable out of the hat, I would say it's arugula. Arugula is insanely cool because it's uh, part of this cruciferous family of plants that helps to detox your liver really, really well. So, again, it helps that imbalance piece, really helping to um, balance you up. but also gives you a ton of vitamin B, which is absolutely beautiful. Just love it. And, and don't you love the pepperiness of arugula? It's so spicy and fun. That's why I think it's the best. And so I've ever had arugula. Ever. You've never had arugula? Oh, it's nope. I'll have to try it. It's one on my I'm afraid to try it list because I'm so allergic to everything. But I don't know if you can oh, be allergic really? to arugula, well, can you? Yeah, I mean, arugula is in um, the cabbage family. So as long as you're safe with cabbage, you're probably yeah. okay. Right. Cool. So um, I will tell you, um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of dominating the conversation, though, so, so if you guys want to chime in with your favorites, that's a fun game that I love to play with my clients. I do take um, personal uh, consultations um, every week, and I do work um, intensively with people with food addictions and eating disorders because I, I really understand what you're going through. Um, so if anyone ever needs help with that one-on-one, I'd love to. But I'd love to play a game with 
anyone, wherever I am, basically tell me your favorite produce item, and I'll tell you if it's anti-inflammatory and why. Okay, uh, I can go with kale. Kale. Well, kale is actually uh, rated the number one superfood on most lists because it's a 1,000 out of a 1,000 on the nutrient density scale, known as the Andy scale. So it's got more vitamins and minerals per calorie than any other food on the planet. So you have picked the healthiest anti-inflammatory superfood of all. Yay. So that food. Yay. There you go. That Points to Walter. Okay. <laughs> should like a buzz, a, you know, like a ding. Um, mine is ginger. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, we could play it as ginger. Oh, babe, ginger's so Fresh good. Ginger. And I can see why you're so into it. Yeah, ginger is related to turmeric. So it's got a lot of the same anti-inflammatory properties as turmeric. It's been scientifically proven to reduce gut inflammation. It's beautiful for uh, helping to reduce nausea. It's why the drug companies are actually potentizing a lot of their products with ginger because it's it's one of the the few proven remedies. Um, But why I love ginger is quite uh, different. Being a yogi, I love that, or yogini, as they say in the feminine, I love that ginger um, helps to ground you, helps helps you feel more present. So as a person with a lot of allergies, there's that kind of trepidation that comes with food. So no wonder you are attracted to ginger because it's soothing, calming, comforting, grounding, and makes you feel more present in your body so you're able to cope with the other food that you're about to eat. So it doesn't surprise me at all that that's your favorite superfood. Okay, I got another one. What about garlic? Garlic, yes, of course. Called Russia's antibiotic because it's so powerful for eliminating bacteria um, and fungus simultaneously. And that's why it trumps regular antibiotics because it has this incredible ability to keep your microbiome in check because if you take antibiotics, you often let the the yeast in your bowels flourish because yeast and bacteria kind of keep each other in check because all antibiotics are antifungal and all antifungals are antibiotic. So to have garlic kill both fungus and bacteria in equal ratio, you're keeping your microbiome nice and happy. So that's why it's such an incredibly effective tool to killing infections in your body, which is so key if you want to balance your, your inflammation. Okay, I got one more. Lemon. Okay. Lemon, of course. Lemon. Lemon is amazing. Yeah, lemon is so good because how interesting that it's considered, it's very acidic. If you measure its pH, it's like a 2. It's so acidic, yet when it hits your small intestine, it converts to an alkaline food. So, So it's got an alkaline ash because of its mineral content. Yet, when we first eat it, it's acidic. So it helps us digest our food because it helps to set the pH of the stomach correctly. So a lot of people are on antacids, and they have all this indigestion. And the reason why is because their stomach isn't working correctly to macerate their food and help put it into the small intestine. And instead of, unless you had an ulcer, which I understand that you have to do what you have to do, I try to avoid taking antacids that kill our stomach acid or deplete our stomach acid. And instead, we want to go with things like apple cider vinegar or our lemon juice done in rotation so we never develop a citrus allergy. And we want to, we want to encourage the stomach to be at the correct pH so that when the food is properly digested, then it will slip into the small intestine and become a beautiful alkaline substance once it hits the bicarbonate that gets spit 
out of your pancreas. So we've got this beautiful orchestra happening, and lemon juice is one of those great ingredients that denatures proteins. When you spray it on your salad, that's why it wilts so fast. All the lettuce leaves go, because it's actually being digested by the lemon juice. So that's why salad dressings are so important is because you pre-digest those greens so that your stomach can handle them better, which is great. So there's lots you know, of uh, of the lemon juice is, uh, that's what I, you were talking earlier about water, about how ways to like uh, drink water. That's, yeah. I get a big thermos and I put uh, ice cubes and water and then I put lemon juice in and uh, that really works well for me to, to drink the water. Um, but exactly. I want to ask you something because I also had stevia. And can you tell me if uh, that's supposed to be a natural sweetener that doesn't hurt you? Is that true or not? Do you know? Yeah, absolutely. I actually was um, so happy that I commissioned a really great report on stevia because I wanted to be in the know. You know, I really wanted to make sure that that we knew. So I, I got a really great medical researcher, and we we sat down and looked at all the data, pulled every single study ever done on stevia. And stevia is one of the safest sweeteners of all time. And the reason why I love it the most is because it doesn't um, have the negative reaction that artificial sweeteners have, where mm-hmm. your body um, has this terrible. Um, desire to seek out other carbohydrates. Like you go on a calorie hunt when you use aspartame or other negative sweeteners. I really like that this is all natural, so it doesn't have any of the side effects of an artificial sweetener because it's a natural extract from a leaf uh, that looks quite similar to a basil plant, actually, that grows up in, in Peru and Latin America naturally. So all they've done is extracted the the active ingredient out of the stevia to create that white uh, crystalline powder. But if you want it to be extra medicinal, go back to the green powder. Get the unrefined stevia powder because that's actually antifungal, antibacterial, and anti-diabetic. It actually helps to balance blood sugar. So, so if you're willing to go to the green version, it's going to be a little bit. Um, it's going to taste a little bit like um, licorice. So you have to like the taste of licorice, but it's so anti-inflammatory where the white crystalline powder is a decent sweetener um, uh, but doesn't have those extra health benefits. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, um, great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to model here a, like a, a typical person you might meet, um, maybe somebody in our fitness challenge <laughs> that has given me permission yeah. to talk about them a little bit. But um, let's say somebody has um, an allergy to oranges and you know, wheat bread, and, you know, it just makes everything kind of, all the good stuff makes them sick. So they're over here in Twizzler land or, or sorry to use name brand, but, you know, or bags of chips or things that aren't good for you but aren't appearing to make them sick to their stomach or, you know, have IBS or, you know, those types of things. So they're on all this junk food, but it's at the surface what it would appear like not making them sick. But they are sick. Yeah, they're inflamed. I really, They've I got with 40 pounds on them or whatever. Yeah, go ahead. How do you how do you yeah, pull I, somebody out of that mode? Like I'm I'm going to add one more thing. Uh, about 3 years ago I got trapped up into this mode of, oh, I'm not allergic to this ice cream and I'm not allergic to this chocolate. Oh, thank goodness. I'm going to eat all this stuff. And so, how do you how do you pull I know how I pulled myself out of that, but how do you pull somebody back into health mode? Well, my big thing, uh, it, I, it's so cool that you asked me this because I, I have um, a, an extreme client that I'm, I'm dealing with myself who um, binges all night. And uh, mm-hmm. I was able to, through, because I do emotional eating psychology with them, and, and we were getting to the root cause, which is, so, so tell me, what is, what is it about health food 
that is so challenging for you? And she just kind of blurted out, eating healthy is difficult. I was like, okay, okay. So I get that your complaint, that's your complaint, is that eating healthy is difficult. So what if we could get you past this obstacle? What if, what if on the other side of difficult is actually a ton of choices that make you feel great, that satisfy your emotional needs and your happiness meter, but also heal you up? Is that something that you're interested with? Because I get what you're committed to. Underneath every complaint is a commitment. So underneath your complaint is a commitment. And your commitment is to seriously get out of pain. And I get that. So how can we get to your commitment, solidify that, and say, because I'm going to eat to get myself out of pain, then I'm going to actually find things that are both pleasurable and healing. And that's my entire mantra, healthy gourmet. Like it's got to be tasty and it's got to be healing. So then we set up a powerful list of substitutions, like where we where we really looked at like like line by line what is your actual addictive food, like brand name everything. Okay, so what is something that is equally as desirable, equally as delicious, but you're not allergic to it and you're also healed by it and it tastes great. So it had to have those all those qualities met off. And once we figured out the substitution list, then we're able to get her to a health food store, buy a bunch of, uh, of these choices that she really liked, and boom, we had a big breakthrough where her food journals now, because she has to send me her food journal every day. With the serious cases, I like to see a food journal every single day. And um, I'm like seeing these amazing breakthroughs where I'm like, wow, look at that. I can't believe it. You actually went a whole day without putting something in your mouth that harmed you. Like, that's a huge breakthrough for a food addict who used to hurt themselves with food daily. Wow. There you go. Great answer. I, that's so helpful, I think, to a lot of people listening. Um, we've kept yeah, over. Really, instead I want to make sure we're respectful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much. I love it. Please uh, um, uh, love to stay in touch, love to um, uh, do more with you guys. It would be absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank you for, for this opportunity. Yeah, thank thank you so much for being with us. It's it's just truly, uh, pretty much delightful to have you here. <laughs> it's uh, really <laughs> thank um, you. You're, like I said, you're one of my heroes. So thank you so much. Um, that thank that you. we've been talking with Julie Daniluk for about an hour now, and um, she's we've got to go, and she's got to go. Dr. Walter has clients, and we want to be respectful of her time. So if anybody needs to drop off, that's fine, and I'll I'll end the show. Um, her books are Meals That Heal Inflammation and Slimming Meals That Heal. And I really would encourage you to take a strong look at these books. Um, if you are not feeling well, if you're lethargic, if you're t- not so lethargic but maybe just even tired, if you have weight gain, if you have belly fat, um, if you ache, if you hurt, if you've, if you've been diagnosed with something and you think maybe you can eat your way back into health, um, these books will help you tremendously. Food allergies, um, I swear by these books um, in dealing with my own food allergies. So, again, um, she her website, let me just spell it for you. It's J-U-L-I-E-D-A-N-I-L-U-K.com, and then she's also that on Twitter. And then I'm going to go follow her on Instagram. I didn't know she was on Instagram, so mm-hmm. I'll have to go look and check her out on Instagram and I'll post um, her her uh, Instagram account, too, onto the show and into Facebook and everything. So, Julie, thank you so much for being with us. And, Dr. Walter, thank you for being with us, too. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. Well, it's been delightful. Thank you. Yeah, hey, I yeah. just want to say, I, I feel like I got a personal consultation today. It's, uh, I, 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 I was, 
Unbelievable. Thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Take Love care. it. Thank you Bye-bye. so much. Yeah. Take Bye care, now. everybody, and thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You.